0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 746, When Friends' Help Hurts, by Dr. Gwendolyn Seidman with Loves.com. Hello everybody, I am Greg Audino and welcome back to the show where I help you optimize all the numerous relationships in your life. As someone who gives advice professionally uh, over on our other show, Optimal Living Advice, I've got to say I am very excited for this one today. There's a lot that goes into helping our friends in the right ways when they're in need, and it's something that we all find ourselves doing regularly. So today, Dr. Gwendolyn is going to go beneath the surface of those interactions and inform us about this process a little more. So take a moment or two to sit back and relax as we optimize your life. When friends' help hurts. By Dr. Gwendolyn Seidman with Loves.com. It has been well documented that perceived support is associated with better health and well being. Knowing that you'll have someone there when you need them is a great comfort. However, the effects of actually getting help from others are mixed. When it works, support makes us feel good and can have tremendously positive effects on our lives. But other times it doesn't help and can even make us feel worse. So, When is support from our loved ones well-received, and when does it backfire? There are several reasons why support may not be effective. Sometimes the people supporting us aren't that good at providing the right kind of support. Another possibility is that receiving support makes the recipient feel indebted to the provider, leading to negative feelings. And finally, receiving help could be a blow to self-esteem. A recent study examined this third possibility. According to the Threat of Self-Esteem model, help can be perceived as supportive and loving, or it can be seen as threatening if that help is interpreted as implying incompetence. According to the researchers, support is especially likely to be seen as threatening if it is in an area that is self-relevant or self-defining, that is, in an area where your own success and achievement are especially important. Receiving help with a self-relevant task can make you feel badly about yourself and this can undermine the potential positive effects of the help. For example, if your self-concept rests in part on your great cooking ability, it may be a blow to your ego when a friend helps you prepare a meal for guests because it suggests that you are not the master chef you thought you were. The researchers conducted two studies to determine if attempts to help with a self-relevant stressor led to more negative feelings. Study 1 focused on a survey of graduating law students who were preparing for the bar examination, a highly stressful test that all lawyers must take if they wish to practice law professionally. For these law students, success on the exam was extremely self-relevant, with the students rating it as extremely important to them. In the weeks leading up to the test, the students completed daily measures of their own anxious mood, whether or not the biggest stressor they faced that day was related to the exam and whether or not their partner had provided emotional support. Results showed that closer to the exam date and on days when the students were especially stressed about the exam, receiving emotional support was associated with more anxiety than on the days when the exam was less salient. That means that when students were worried about the exam, emotional support was especially ineffective. In study two, the researchers tested their hypothesis in a controlled experimental setting. This time, they examined how support from a stranger on a self relevant or irrelevant task might lead to distress, and how this might be due to the negative feelings about oneself that are elicited by that offer to help. In this second study, the researchers recruited undergraduate students who had rated academic achievement as extremely important to them. The researchers asked the students to complete 20 very difficult math and logic problems. For some, the task was framed as self relevant and for others, it was not. Those in the self-relevant condition were told that the task was a measure of intelligence and academic potential, while those in the non-self-relevant condition were told that the purpose of the task was merely to determine the difficulty of the questions. After participants completed the first 10 items, those assigned to the social support condition were offered a calculator to help with the rest of the problems. How did the students respond to the experimenters offer to help? Both before and after the task, participants rated their own emotional distress—anxious, sad, as well as their feelings about themselves—ashamed, dissatisfied with oneself. The results showed that for students who believed the task was self-relevant—that is, indicative of intelligence and academic prowess—those who were helped by the experimenter had larger increases in both emotional distress and negative self-evaluations than those who didn't get help those who didn't believe the task was self-relevant showed fewer negative reactions to the support. In addition, the more negatively the support impacted self-evaluations, the more likely the students were to experience increased distress. This suggests that support had negative emotional consequences, in part because it made the students feel dissatisfied with themselves. This research shows that sometimes well-intentioned efforts to help can backfire. When you help others with the things that are most important to them, your efforts could do more harm than good. This makes it especially difficult to help your loved ones because effective support is hardest to provide when it's about something that really matters, the very situation where you are most likely to want to help. This research did not address how one can provide more effective support It suggests that finding ways to make help less threatening to the self-concept of the recipient could go a long way towards making it more effective. Perhaps showing the recipient that you still very much respect their abilities could reduce the harmful effects of the help. In addition, providing support in a way that is less apparent to the recipient allows them to benefit from it, because they don't perceive it as support. Thus, when support is hidden from view, it's less threatening to your self-worth. You just listened to the post titled, When Friends' Help Hurts, by Dr. Gwendolyn Seidman with loves.com. Now everyone, establishing good communication with your friends, your family, and your partner is an essential part of any relationship. Likewise, establishing a healthy communication with yourself is essential for your mental health. And when you feel like you've hit a roadblock, just know that better help is here for you. BetterHelp will get your needs assessed and help match you with your personal licensed professional therapist. They provide a safe and private environment for you to communicate with your therapist within 24 hours. Plus, you have the flexibility of scheduling weekly video or phone sessions. Their financial aid makes it more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and you can schedule an appointment online at your own convenience. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. BetterHelp is not self-help. It is professional counseling where everything you share is confidential. Guys, I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com/ORD. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, hel ord Terrific, terrific post today. I am a sucker for studies and research, and I will say that I wasn't necessarily expecting the results in the studies shared by Dr. Gwendolyn. This is definitely something for us to all keep in mind when helping others, not only in terms of what we're helping them with, but the lengths that we are going to go to help them. Also, and this is a bit of a gray area, uh, it can get very easy to jump in and offer help when it's unsolicited. So with that in mind, it's never a bad idea to ask someone if they want help or subtly remind them that you're there to help them in whatever way they need. This prevents us from just plopping advice uh, onto people who aren't necessarily asking for it, which is a good thing. (laughs) And with that, we have reached the end of today's episode. I will see you all tomorrow with another great and somewhat related post on becoming a great listener where your optimal life awaits.